The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Die for you, Georgia football. It's a bad Nuggets loss to the Magic. Freeman is favored at Notre Dame. And Dick Momfer helped make baseball what it is today. Ready? Out of business. All on a Bama beating. Spring roll eating. Throwback Thursday. Audition. Of the program. Oh my goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? That's right, Jake. We did it. We did it right. I know it. That's right. Good show today. Banger. Banger show today, as the kids would say. Just got everything. Uh, guests. Drama. Um, romance. Uh, murder. <laughs> um, sex scene. As well as Sports Talk Radio, all finished with a dramatic ending that um, you didn't see coming. What's going on, Jake? How are you, buddy? Doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, of course. Not much going on. You know, just hanging out. Back well, here pushing buttons. Can I ask buttons. you one thing? Yeah, what's up? Something that, like, you need, use for Christmas, but you don't necessarily go out of the way to get yourself... But it's important to you. I don't. Need, I mean, like socks. I mean, like a hoodie, shoes. Like, what did I get you last year? A hoodie. You got me a hoodie. Okay. I think that was actually that might have been for my birthday. Okay. But did I get you anything? You got Christmas? me shoes. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember that. Okay. So do you um, need anything cool like that that I can, you know, give me a few options so then you can still be surprised? But it's like I need that air fryer. That air fryer, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. You know, something like you could use every That's day. That's a great gift. That sounds like a good gift. I'm interested to see what you can come up with and bring us, you know, fried treats. Hey, Danny, um, this is like the greatest gift ever. Here's some fried stuff I made this morning before the show. What is this? Onion rings? Oh, oh. <laughs> Why don't you try this one? <laughs> this one's for you. Watch this, guys. This one's got a pube on it. Oh, no. It's fried off, I hope. Okay. So we got a good one, man. It's we did, It was weird. We we do the Broncos Blitz podcast like every single day. Nate's like, no off days. Every day's a, a Blitz day. Dude, oh, okay, Danny and Jake. Do Broncos fans take days off? I don't think so. So no days off for you guys. I expect you to be here at Thanksgiving at about 3 o'clock. That's what me and my dinner are having. My family are having dinner, sir. Oh, we're just going to have to work around it. Tell that turkey to cook a little faster. But yesterday's was like a tough well, turkey. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yesterday's was a weird one. It was like I was having weird feelings about the Broncos. It was like I thought we were just friends or something. You know, and then we kind of like it was like we held hands or something. And it was like, uh, whoa. Yeah. You know, 
So I don't know where it's going. I had this weird feelings inside of my body. It's not maybe the perfect comp, but it was like, um, I don't know. You can't wait to see them again. A little bit. I felt like Jerry Maguire running through the dark airport, you know, which never made sense because when he goes home, he's like, all the ladies are there for like a girl's night, a book club. And I would assume if you saw the crowd, it was like, you know, six, had to be six o'clock. But maybe it was, I'm thinking a smaller airport like Centennial something or one wing of it, like a private area, because he's that kind of guy. So that's why the lights were off. I'm just trying to put the plot together in my head. But yeah. And then I was like, I saw the Broncos again. Like right there. It was like, I, you know, I was, she didn't want to do this. The Broncos didn't want to do this in front of everybody. And I was like, well, do you know what? I ain't too proud. Broncos. You complete me. You complete me. And that's like, that's the best life to live. If you live in Denver, if you're a Broncos fan, it's when the Broncos are playing good football, championship football, that's the best life to live. You know? That's that's the mountaintop. You doesn't get any better than the championship. But if you're in playoff contention, it still feels really good. It's a good quality football. Yeah. Um, good quality football. I mean, that's cool, I guess. You know, the Bengals are trying to play good quality football. Uh, the Dolphins would hope to play good quality football. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Vikings. You know, all right, guys. Here's the Golden Day Vikings trying to play some good quality football. And get the win. Maybe. The Broncos. You know what the Broncos are about? <clears throat> This one's for John. Okay, and then there's more. This one's for you. Pat always knew how to deliver in the big moments. He knew he wasn't the star, but also, you know what I mean? He was like, um, who's the like the guy who puts it all together for SNL? Lori, uh, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. You know, it's like, you know, you'll see from him. He's not, never been an actor. He's just the guy who puts the Saturday Night Live, you know, ho- the crew together for the last, you know, 30 or 40. That was kind of Pat Bull. But, he, you know, he knew I run the show. when to strike. And then one more thing the Broncos are about. Get me a John ready to follow up with my John. This was for Pat. Good for you, bud. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. Okay. So, again, unless you have the quarterback who overnight success, just a snap of the finger, overnight success, Manning, Brady, who's an overnight success story? I mean, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't, there's not a lot of those guys, okay? Or an elite young quarterback. There's like five, six guys, six guys. If you don't have one of these six guys, you ain't going nowhere. And then it's about like, Oh, you know, if we play for our offensive line, you can deliver for our quarterback. If we run the ball a little bit, it's play some complimentary dude. might be able to stay in this game. That's okay. You know, that's what we are right now. Okay? We just got to accept that. But also, I believe, I personally believe that U.S. Americans, such as... I personally believe that... You know, what I think is like, they will be a great quarterback for the Broncos here again one day. It doesn't come overnight. And do you know what the football gods, you know, 
you got to do it kind of the right way. We're never going to tank out. We're never going to have the number one or number two or number three overall pick unless we're recording teams' locker rooms kind of stuff. You know, it's never going to get Von Miller bad around here again. So how are we going to have to do it? Again, let's take advantage of the being one of the run of the mills, uh, making every unit stronger. And then we find us a Josh Allen, we find us a Herbert, or we got Russell Wilson. He needs a change of scenery in the worst way. You know? Yes, absolutely. I don't know. Like, uh, he's still a young guy. He might have unlimited amount of football left in him. Hey, Russell, what's your motivation? Uh, Being unlimited. You got to find out for us why I do some other stuff. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. I don't really love Russell Wilson as a dude. He's not, you know, he's like, I don't know. He's like Sierra a little bit, like kind of a. Uh, not a great personality, you know, a couple hits, a few hits, looks good, but you know, you know, there's better out there, but it's still take him in a minute, you know, right? South, uh, so let's see where we are here, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line, stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com, radio on demand tab, while you're there, we'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works, I'm at tweets Danny on Twitter, hey, Jake's at Jake Meyer radio on Twitter, ladies. I run the show. Yeah, go to the. Let's see. Let me see your hair real quick. This hair, Beautiful. ladies. Your hair. It's everywhere. You know that one? I don't. Okay. Uh, ninety-eight point one FM. If you're here in town. Side for yourself. You got to be unlimited. Oh. You, know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them, I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, Who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. Uh, he has to be on some kind of drug to talk like that. Or like the drug of the Lord, you know, or like you're so you love in love with the Lord so much. You just like are kind of crazy. Everyone thinks you're kind of kooky. <laughs> you ever know right. like that? Yeah. There's a lot of those people, actually. Yeah. And I don't mean like, you know, you're traditional Jesus freak. I mean, like to someone who's like, I'm in love with Jesus and Jesus is in love with me. And you just live that life like pure. It's like on a drug. I wish I could live that. It's like what I always say. I wish I can like uh, go to the club and just give my body to the music and just go out there and just like let it go. I'm just like too self-conscious. Right. When everyone else is like this, this, this is the rhythm, 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 rhythm of the night. And everyone like, I'm just like, I'm doing like a little two-step thing. I'm trying to get into it. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's cool. It's, it's, but I can't just let my body go. To the music. It's hard. That's what she said. 303-31-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. A lot to talk about. Nuggets with the tough little ugly one last night. That's one we thought we would, you know, find a way to win that game. Kind of up late. I don't know how it slipped through, you know, their fingers there. Can't give up 110 to the magic. Can't name like three dudes on the team. I'm like, uh, do they, um, Fournier? Uh... Penny? Mm. No? Uh, I guess we'll never, never know. know. Nick Anderson? All right, uh, back on the other side. It's Miley Sports. I jumped out the rock.
two, three into the four. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip it up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach okay. together. Now Who sounds more trouble. unique? These two guys who I've never heard anyone else on planet Earth sound like? Or Drake? 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 <laughs> Give me a break, Drake. Oh, these guys for sure. It's not even close. Who's yeah. greater, Drake or these two guys? These two. Okay. Who's Drake better than? Um, I mean, he's better than like Soldier Boy. Okay, so the, <laughs> that's the standard. I mean, Soldier Boy's like Soldier Boy's flavor flave. He's like this, you know, generation's flavor flave. He's like a clown. No one takes Soldier Boy seriously. Um, you know, he's better than a lot of guys. He's better than Amigos. He's better than like. Little baby, he's better than all these mumble rappers. Okay, this is a terrible era for rap music. It's this it's is bad. the worst era for rap music because even like I mean like I don't Eminem was kind of fun. That's mm-hmm. a fun era, yeah. right? Era era. <laughs> the one thing I got to say about Dr. Dre though, yeah, oh what? Careful, he gets carried by everybody else on his songs. Snoop carries him. Eminem carries. Oh, him. Dr. Dre. Yeah, but he's like NWA, the greatest. Listen, everybody else Dr. carries. Dr. Dre's him. like the greatest producer of all time, oh, though. Hundred percent. You know, there's no Eminem without Dr. Dre. He gets all the credit. You know, give Dr. Dre some credit. I mean, for real. You know what I mean? It's like uh, give them some credit. I mean, for real. Still, he gets carried. Um, <laughs> okay. It's like Jokic carries the rest of these nuggets. Uh, speaking of MVPs, okay, I gotta shout out. Crown trophy. Okay, I just have to do this because, um, like when we do leagues, a lot of leagues, and like we win leagues, they don't not only like do they not give trophies these days, but like you know, sometimes if you get anything, you get like a little jank medal, you know. And like my daughter's little first grade basketball team, she's there's three girls on the team, and they play against all boys. I mean, they're the champs, they were beating like second graders. So I go to Crown Trophy and I give them like no notice because that's like the kind of guy I am. Sorry, guys. And they always, always deliver. Okay. There's different locations. But if you go online, you can find them. They're so awesome. I go to the one on Littleton Boulevard and it's like, it's a gal named Michael uh, there who like, I don't know if she's running things, but she's just like, you know, always takes care of us. There's, I think her name is Anna there and they are so awesome and they treat us so good and they make it happen for us. Um, and it's not expensive. It's not expensive at all. Like the, these, these trophies, they're kind of, I don't want to say cheap, um, but they're like got little, you can make giant ones, little ones, like little, little marble slab on them, Jake. They're like, they're so badass, Jake. They are badass. Yeah, it's just really cool. And I know the kids kind of love them. And like, I got to fuel like two or three of the kids early in the season by like, you know, I'm trying to win the championship trophy, guys. So one or two boys were like, uh, uh, coach, who gets the trophy? And I'm like, well, the championship, well, anyone who helps with the team win the championship trophy or the championship. And he goes, well, who on the team? And I go, anybody who helps us win. So, like, I don't want to two boys. I don't want to name names, Weston. But um, he was like, now he's, like, been fueled this whole season by the trophy. So we have our last little game this weekend, and we're trying to, um, you know, uh, put this thing home, take this thing home. So I went to Crown, and I was like, hey, guys, can you hook up some trophies? They're like, you know, we'd like a little bit more of a notice than this. I'm like, I understand that. Can I pay you extra? And they're like, no, but we're still going to do it for you. And you're, 
you know, we appreciate I, I appreciate them so much. They're the best. Go check them out. Crown Trophy. Okay, Crown Trophies. There's a bunch of locations. There's a handful of them. A few, like, strategically placed around, you know, the metro area. But you got to check them out for, like, award stuff. Or, like, they're the most underrated gift spot place, guys, ever. Okay, you got to go check these guys out. All right, Jake. Um, Nuggets loss. Tell me about it. Despicable. Why? It's the Orlando Magic. Yeah, you're right. That's all I need to say on why it's what despicable. What happened? How'd that go wrong? Uh, they, that go wrong? I mean, in the fourth quarter, in the third quarter, uh, the Nuggets gave up that big lead that they had, um, and it just really all fell apart in the second half. And the the Magic really put it together uh, on that that rallying comeback, but I, I don't know what, what went wrong for the Nuggets. I didn't watch the game, so... It's my bad, but when I'm checking in on the game, I thought they were kind of in control of last night's affair. Um, let me have a little bit of a closer look. I'm disappointed because you felt like, if, you know, how many wins are there for the Nuggets on this road trip or like any team's road trip, I guess. And uh, this was like kind of like a, I don't want to say like a must win, but the Nuggets were up by 14 after one and 16 at halftime, Jake. They're up 16 points at halftime, get outscored 32 to 20 in the third, and then 29 to 20 in the fourth quarter. They're leading going in the fourth quarter. And you lose. Um, I know it's on the road, but like in Orlando, it's like, is that, you know, where the dozens in attendance, like, I don't know, man. It's like, what? I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, if, if Monte Morris. Cole Anthony, that little guard. Wait, is that Cole Anthony? Yeah. That little oh RJ Hampton, remember him? Yeah. What did he do last night? Uh, let me see here. He did five points and four boards. If how Monte Morris, this? how did they win this game? If Monte Morris is your leading scorer, there's a problem. Oh, I know how. Gary Harris. <laughs> Damn. I wish I could have saw Gary. Eleven points, one board, three assists. I think he's on the downside of it all. Yeah, he's had a nice little career. He's a stud. I mean, most of his his uh, best I'd, times were you know early here on. He, it with he'd his be the career. lowest, 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 lowest tier of my. If I had a Nuggets ring of fame, if I had a Nuggets ring of fame, he would be on it. But that'd be like the lowest tier of guy. He's one of those guys when you look at the Broncos ring of fame, you're like, uh, who's that guy? Never heard of him. So yeah, man. Who the uh, f- is that guy? <laughs> Jokic goes 18, 15, and 7. I mean, these days we need Jokic to score 28. It's just kind of who and what it is. It's like what it is now. I'm not saying he lost in that game. I absolutely don't believe that. We owe this guy everything. But, um, again, what do we say about Aaron Gordon? He's best when he's your third or fourth guy. Now, you know, he went for 17, 8, and 3. But it was just a whole after that. Monte went for 22. I'm not sure how they lost the game. It was their three-point shooting, I think. I mean, they, they missed 24 three-point shots. That's not a recipe for success. You got to be draining those shots. And when you're in the lead, I don't know why they're still taking all those threes. It seems maybe a little lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're once you have that lead and you just start hoisting up threes, mm-hmm. you know, instead of using the play clock to your advantage and you know getting the best opportunities, getting the best shots. And, and I don't think they were doing that last night. They were just hoisting up these threes. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Let's go to break. We'll come back and do headlines. We'll do some headlines. A lot of stuff to talk about. Talk about what's going on in baseball. Ray? 
Um, there's no more baseball as of right now. This is the ninth shutdown of baseball over the um, 500 years of baseball. No, like 100 and, oh, 100 and I don't know, 20, 30, 40. You care about baseball? Mm, slowly, I'm starting to not care about it. You used to like baseball in the Rockies. Yeah. And then they did you real dirty with the Arenado thing. He never came back. It you? started with DJ LeMahieu. You never came back? No. They hurt you. Yeah. That the Arenado stuff was the final straw. Okay. We'll talk about that. Got uh plenty of NFL Broncos stuff to talk about. Ooh, yeah, man. We'll tell you about the young guy who might get the Notre Dame job. Is this the guy who takes Notre Dame to the next level? Back on their side, it's my life sports. I mean, no one really sounds like Montel, right? One of a kind. Mark Morrison, turn to the Mac? Maybe a little. I don't think so, bro. Maybe Carlos Henderson. <laughs> Whatever the coach be, need I be doing for the organization. I loved him. I the way he sounded, I guess. Terrible player. Uh, okay. So it's 9.32 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center, right? Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We're trying to, I don't know, man. I'm in a, like a state of, um, I don't know for a little bit of, I, I call it, I'm uh, transitioning to a slight fear of the chiefs. To be honest with you, I'm not gaining confidence yet. I'm the guy over the last couple of days has just been telling you all the reasons, um, you know, why the Broncos will hang around in this game. We gave you a ton of those during the Broncos Blitz podcast yesterday. I think you should go listen to that real quick. It's only a quick little 20-minute pod. Do that after the show, and then we'll have the other podcast, today's podcast, out there in the afternoon for you guys, too. What are you going to say, Jake? Oh, I was going to say we had a few texts to get to. Let's do it. Uh, we got one from New York Ryan. He says, Danny, I could use a Christmas gift. Here's some ideas for me. Okay. Three apologies on air. Two signed rookie cards of Bradley Roby and Philip Lindsay and a partridge in a pear tree. You want to know the most despicable thing I've ever done to a person? Sure. One is what I've done to Ryan Stevens. He's one of the 10 greatest listeners that we've ever had on the program in the history of the program. He's great. He's funny. He's the talented dude. He's super loyal. He's a great Broncos fan. He's been so good to us. And I have, it's a um, priority, it's like a prepackaged priority uh, envelope full of stuff. It's just sitting in my garage. It's got all kinds of stuff for him that it's like been three different times I've been promising I'm going to send it to him. Where So I, what I got to do now is open it, see what is in there, throw some more stuff in there and send it to him. I just owe this guy more than like I've owed anybody ever in my life. That interest is piling up, man. I really, really like he, He's been like so good to us and he's he's great you know 
and uh, that's it. So I just he's good. You, you have to find his. We did one year like a smack off, like Jim Rome does the smack off. We let it loose, and like every all the great mayhem callers from around the world came out and delivered. He did parodies. He did some music. Uh, you might remember his smash hit, Smile High in the Morning. You know that one? I don't. I've and Kyle Berry, too. Yes. I think that hit number like four on the Euro charts at some point. Um, he had a bunch of them, man. And then uh, he, he won the whole thing. He slaughtered Rob B, who was great. Gave us some historic stuff. CJ Kane. Went into the lab, put together these long, full segment, you know, uh, I afraid um, tirades that, you know, were worthy of winning the whole competition. But no one's ever done what Ryan Stevens has done in the history of the National Football League. Tommy. So, God, I got to take care of that guy. He's moved like to other states now. I was like, at first I was like, yeah, I sent it to the other state that you were in. It must be in the other state. No, it was a lie. I got it. Got it all. I owe him so bad. You got any other texts? Yeah, we got a few. Okay. Uh, 303 Marcus says, can we take Russ here? He hurt us. Hurt us deep in that Super Bowl. He owes us, though, now. You know, it's like, it all. see how it all ties together? No, I don't know if that's a real thing. But, you know, it's like, I, he's just not like as cool as I would want. But Aaron Rodgers is a total jerkhead face, you know? It's like... Right. Would you rather have cringe or a-hole? I used to tell everybody I want my... Everyone's like, oh, you know, this and that. Well, look at how, you know, Drew Luck, man. He's everyone. The team loves him. I don't want that. I want, like, everyone to, like, you know, hate the quarterback. But no, I need him to win. Not hate, like, respect. Jerk. That's, you know, what do you expect? What are you expecting? They say that Russell Wilson's like hanging out with like the front office guys and the coaches. He's not a man of the team or the people. Though I think we have it clouded because they say the great John Elway would go sit with the corners and he and he'd eat with these guys and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Mark told me a couple of stories about Elway being a real a real douche. <laughs> As uh Nacho Libre would say. We got a couple more uh, from NDC Danny. He says, nothing says holiday season when buying a trophy from Crown because we're all winners. Now no, you, we took first. Now you have a friend in the trophy business. Hashtag crown his ass. <laughs> if you want to crown his ass, then crown him. But that other six-year-old team is who we thought they were. Oh, this other, we, this other coach. We can't. We, we don't like each other at all. We can't stand each other. He's got like this look where he looks like a Bond villain a little bit too, and we always like shake each other's hands kind of hard, and we don't like each other at all. He's like one of the neighbors, one of the moms on our team. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> one of these days, you're gonna throw down. Oh no! In the mid, at half court. Uh one. Yeah, I don't know. It's that we're talking about, but there's been some. <laughs> Circumstances. We and had a couple. We got one final text from F. Lewis. He says to game. Why has it got to be a final text? Well, th that's our last text oh, okay. that we have yeah, on that okay. text line. Yeah, no, you don't uh, tell, people. tell people there's like thousands. Oh, yeah, you, you could text more. Let me just see if um, I can get to the one I was looking at because it's been so many since. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, hundreds. I can't even read them all. Yeah. Um, F. Lewis says to gain more playoff respect, 
Notre Dame should add a couple SEC games to their schedule. Yeah. True. I mean, they don't have to do it, though. You know what I want to see next year? Um, Notre Dame, LSU. Oh, 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 oh. oh, schedules are put together like three years out. Does that happen? Is that happening? I'm not sure. Oh, I was like, you maybe knew something about it. No, no. Dang. It needs to happen, though. <laughs> it's I, 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 I come to the fired. realization that Brian Kelly doesn't look like he fits at LSU. He doesn't look like he fits there. He looks like he fits at Notre Dame. Yeah, preppy and, you know. And do you know what? I have another thought, too. He never goes to LSU if Lincoln Riley doesn't go to USC and take all of the heat off of him or, you know, at least half of the heat. No, he doesn't do it, Jake. He doesn't do it. I think you're right. Thank you. But I don't know. How unreal is that? If you're Brian Kelly, do you still go just to chase the championship? Yes, yes. Even if Lincoln Riley doesn't. what do you mean? If Lincoln Riley doesn't go... If you're Brian Kelly, you don't. do you still go? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I am saying. He don't. I mean, like the backlash, all that stuff, that the heat that he would take by himself. I mean, he'd be the villain of. He'd turn into like villain number one of college football. If two guys do it, though, to two of the top five college football programs, and uh, now we don't got to do it. You feel me, though? Right. Yeah, I, I do. They would become, you know, vilified. Well, they, I mean, like, now it's like, uh, well, if Lincoln Riley didn't do it, it's like it, things, it happens. Mel Tucker, you know, kind of a little, little heat off of Mel Tucker type of stuff. It's, he never does it on his own. He never does it. Brian Kelly never does it on his own. He only does it because, for one, he might have, I think USC had some interest in Brian Kelly, but I also think they thought Lincoln Riley was the biggest fish. Actually, the biggest fish was Herb, Urban Meyer. But the circumstances, you, you got to be a real son of a bitch to leave a place after one year. Not even one year. I mean, it's like you can never go back to the pros. Like, no one would ever trust you again. You know, it would be like, you just wouldn't. Would he ever get another Ostracized. coaching opportunity? Even yeah. in college? Yes, yes, So after yes, USC, yes. say he does it, it doesn't yes. work out. It would okay. it'd work out. Okay. He'd win a national championship. What? Dude, why would we think otherwise? Urban Meyer's that kind of special. The best of Herb has come and gone. No, it has not. Have you seen with that young blonde? That's prime <laughs> That's Herb. That's the best of Herb. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was a dime piece, bro. Doing a bump and grind on the old, uh, on the old ball coach there? <laughs> come on. I don't see nothing wrong. Oh, wait. Yeah. Nice. Let's get this ready. My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Damn, Eddie Murphy, you got it all. He's I listen, Jamie Foxx does the same thing. So if you're like, Eddie Murphy singing, how stupid is this? Jamie Foxx is singing. He sings. Uh, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Almost. I think Jamie Foxx is a little better. Wow. Again, this is what Rick James did to him. I mean, like he helped him, but he hurt him. <laughs> Rick James, man. You think they're smoking rocks on the, doing the, you know? No, they weren't smoking rocks. They were bumping lines. 
No, Rick James was burning them. He would burn them with the pipe. The, what? Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's for sure. Am I right, Jake? Uh, back on this side. It's Mally Sports. No, I just looked it up. Oh, well, sorry. You know, my palate is very sophisticated. It is. It is. Okay, uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. <laughs> Stream us or watch us on myhighsports.com, radio on demand tab. While you're there, get your podcasted versions of our previous shows. Um, Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to hit us. We'd love to hear from you guys. My brothers. Um, Okay. So let's baseball, Ray. Okay. So here's, uh, I guess, the situation with Major League Baseball, who, who um, sent Dick Dick Momford in to try to help to try to help us solve this um, labor dispute, the league's first lockout since 1990. Okay, so it's basically like it's a, like a work stoppage. Okay, it's like a strike. I guess you would say, right? Um, this is like long anticipated. No one didn't see this one coming. Um, the league told the players' union it would initiate this lockout once the previous collective bargaining agreement expired yesterday. Okay. Um, so, you know, why? Well, it's always about money, right? They say, Jake, that the baseball players union is like one of the strongest unions, not just like in sports, but like of any workers union in America. That wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Right. So, you know, it's like, um, will this thing get worked out here? Probably. We'll probably get worked out and everything will go off without a hitch and we'll have baseball in 2022, you know? Yeah, uh, but, you know, obviously they don't want to push back spring training at all and then you start to run into some issues. Oh, for sure. I mean, they it's were hard to, you know, last time this happened, I think they had to go down like 144 games from 162. It sounds like no big deal, but that stuff's not, it's not easy. So um, do you okay. think well, uh, the 2020 season with all the, you know, arguments and you know, not having that full season and maybe there's still a little bad blood from there with the players union and um, Manfred. Um, say it again. Do you think because of the COVID situation yeah. and there was a lot of arguments between uh, the players union I don't and know. Manfred, it's, it, I don't do you think know. that any of that lingers? I think it's 20, 1990. I mean, like what look what the world was in 1990 compared to what it is today. So uh, baseball is like a no matter what we think of baseball here in this country, it's in a regionally, you know, popular, um, you know, I mean, there's still millions, millions and millions, millions 
upon millions of uh, um, Yankees fans around the world and Dolliers fans around the world. The whole world. Baseball's a global brand, you know. But, you know, no one cares about the Colorado Rockies. Um, so there's so many layers of like, well, why should, you know, do the Rockies make as much as the Yankees should make? And then should these you know, owners just be raking in um, billions and billions of dollars? How much, you know, what's a share for the players? It's simple things. It's, you know, it's not, um, you know, it's not hard to figure out. But during a lockout, which... Um, is it says here a labor relations term used by management to keep employees from working until a deal is agreed upon team officials and players cannot communicate in any way major league free agency and trades of players on 40 man rosters have to stop so like uh stroman marcus stroman went to the cubs yesterday like a three or 70 i'm like man, he would have been a great fit here i thought um but why more would you go come here when you go to the cubs you know what i mean um they had to get that deal done like right before this whole thing kind of um, you know, lockout started. So let's see here. The let's see, longest work stoppages ever, like in baseball last year in uh it was two hundred and thirty-two days the last time they did this. Um, would you be sad if baseball didn't come back no. in twenty twenty two? You wouldn't be I would sad? not be sad at all. I don't really pay attention much anyway, just because um the Rockies are, you know, a a poop show and that's really you know my favorite team and that's why I, I loved baseball and they they give me no reason to watch anymore but you know the rest of the league you know when it comes to baseball playoffs that's that's where I'll probably miss it but the regular season I could I could care less man I don't know how I'd feel with no baseball do you know I think I'd be sad because we'd like to go to the Coors Field like JJ and I love to go to games. We like can take the family, I could take all the kids, the girls, everybody to um to Coors Field. You know, there's you know, we can sit where there's a little bit of space, not crammed inside, especially like, you know, COVID all you're like in the I don't know, ball arena, you just got dudes on top of you yelling and all that kind of stuff. If you're worried about that kind of stuff. You know? Um yeah, there's no environment like a Coors Field. Um, whether you're just going to party or if you're go actually going to watch the game and enjoy the game, um, there's nothing else like it. It's it's one of the best stadiums. It's got the best one of the best scenic views. Baseball still just a has horrible product. A real charm to it, doesn't it? One hundred percent. There's still a lot of um, it's America's pastime. Um, they'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. Is this heaven? They'll turn up your driveway, not even knowing for sure why they're even doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course we won't mind if you look around, you'll say it's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it, for baseball they have, and peace they lack. I don't know, man. Baseball's still got something inside of me, I think. You know, I still kind of care about baseball. I just wish the Rockies weren't my team. You know? Well, you got the Oakland A's. Is anything forever? I know the A's are my real squad, but is there ever for like the Broncos will be sold? You know? Right. The Broncos are going to be sold. We'll have a new owner here. That's happening. That is happening. Will the Montforts ever sell? 
I or hope I will, so. Or will Rorden Mumford, like Rorden Shane, Tom, uh, you know, right? Pass it down from yeah. generation to generation of sticklers. <laughs> Rorden Mumford. I don't know, man. I desperately hope they sell, but I think they're going to sit on this cash cow for as long as possible, pass it down, and I think they're just going to generate as much wealth as they possibly can. That's what the Rockies are about, and that's what they're always going to be about. They don't care about winning. They don't care about the fans. They make a lot of money. Very profitable. Moffitt's Drake. You know, McGregor Square across the street. I mean, I don't know what else they're owning over, you know, downtown there, but it's... I think they're building condos and all kinds of stuff. They're going to be... Mo they're already moguls. They're getting rich now. They're not rich guys who came in to own a team. They're like, this is their get rich. I mean, they don't like the meat plant or whatever they did. I don't know. Go take a look down that meat plant. See what's going on. <laughs> Seen documentaries and stuff like that. Okay. What else? Um. Well, with baseball... Um, mm -hmm. there's some more, um, contracts being signed last minute. Do you think those players are just trying to get their contracts in before the, the shutdown? Say it again. I was reading something. Uh, yesterday there were, uh, you know, some last minute signings. Yeah. Yeah. You think they were just trying to get it done before they, totally, they knew the shutdown yes, was coming? Course. Yes. Yes. For sure. For sure. I mean, things change. Stroman might get offered 85 million by someone else for three years in the meantime. You know, and all Strowman might also think, well, maybe that's uh, that's pretty good deal for us. Maybe that's taken off the table. In in the meantime, something else has worked out. You know, that's a sense of urgency for two guys to get a deal done. Well, wouldn't you want to? I would want to wait until after the no, lockout. No, that's good money for him. Really? Well, I mean, twenty what if the two new, per twenty five per. What if the new collective bargaining agreement has completely new? I think that's for down the line type of stuff. And then a three year deal like this. I mean, if say if he's still in his twenties, you know, you can go take advantage of that. Have two or three good years, make an all star appearance, go get you then a five year, hundred and fifty or something like that. Where like the last two or three years, you know, you're washed, but you're getting paid all that extra because the team wants you bad enough right now. You know, it's baseball. Okay. Baseball's ruled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. Oh, turn out's my favorite. Mm. It's one of my top five Michaels. You know, it sounds like this. I like my kids, so Olivia and JJ, they know Michael now. I'm like, who's this one, guys? Michael Jackson. And then Olivia goes, oh, Olivia said when she saw him the other day, she goes, he has dark skin? She goes, he's dark, has dark skin? And I go... I guess we'll never know. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, 98.1 FM if you're around town. Watch SmileEyeSports.com. It's the easy way to do it. Go check it out. Check Jake's hair out. Back on the other side of Smile Eye Sports.